This is Without Compromise, a show that explores what happens when you won't settle for anything less than your crazy ideas. We'll talk to athletes, founders, adventurers, and entrepreneurs of all kinds about living without compromise. I'm your host, Mason Gravely. Welcome to the show. We're programmed for survival, so our instinct is to give up on these situations, to move away from them. I thought if I didn't sign up for that race, that I was just going to disappear. It doesn't have to be these big, huge things that everyone thinks you need to do to make a difference. So we all know that this year has not gone according to plan. And I think early on, that was really scary. That was uh, really intimidating. What do I do? How do I react? Um, It's been different for everyone, obviously. But what we kept seeing in our ambassador community, our athletic brewing ambassadors, was just this amazing ability to take the training they've done or take this new amount of freedom or whatever it was for them and turn it into something something inspiring, something they could actually achieve, achieve through it. So we wanted to highlight a handful of our ambassadors, hear their stories about the biggest thing they've achieved since quarantine and since COVID started. Um, Obviously, we don't know what this looks like moving forward, but we're all figuring it out. We're starting to see things return, events even happening again. But so many of us have faced some some pretty serious stuff, some big life-altering things have happened. And so we're going to highlight and listen to these ambassador stories. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, I hope you'll learn something from them. And if you're interested in becoming an Athletic Brewing Ambassador, you can find the application and more details on our website, athleticbrewing.com. And that's where you can also find all of our non-alcoholic craft beer. So without further ado, let's get into these ambassador stories. Hi, my name is Roman Gurule. I live in Washington, D.C., and I'm proud to be an ambassador for Athletic Brewing Company. I think 2020 has been a crazy year for all of us. Mine started out training for Boston Marathon. My goal was to finish that race in two hours and 55 minutes. I was training really hard for the race. Saturdays were long runs with my training crew, I also was doing track workouts, tempo runs, strength training, yoga, eating a good diet, all the stuff that's necessary to do a proper marathon. Well, as we all know, the world kind of turned upside down and COVID came, races got canceled and Boston was no longer, but running did not get canceled. So I decided to keep working out hard and see what I could do with it. Um, I basically got to the best shape I've ever been in my life. And then on May 8th, I was feeling a little bit tired. I thought I had overtrained, so I said, let me take a rest. The next day, I had a massive headache, massive body aches, fevers, chills, nausea, diarrhea. And I was like, oh, what is this? The next day, my sense of taste and smell went, and I knew I had COVID. The next 14 days, I kept getting worse and worse. I couldn't eat. Um, It was just really, really terrible. It got to the point where I was so bad that my friends begged me to go to urgent care. I finally took their advice, and luckily I did. When I got to urgent care, they took my vitals, and my oxygen levels were so low that I was at risk of not making it. They immediately called an ambulance for emergency transport to the hospital, and I spent the next eight days there. I had oxygen tubes up my nose, an oxygen mask over my face, EKGs, IVs, you name it, I had it. When I was finally discharged eight days later, I came home with a really bad case of double pneumonia. 
I could barely do stuff that's normally simple, like wash dishes or take a shower. My heart rate was literally spiking to 130 doing stuff like that. About two weeks after being home, I went for my first walk. I literally had to stop several times to catch my breath and to let the vertigo pass. I kept walking every morning till I could get a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger. Finally, at the end of June, I went for my first walk jog. After that, I was doing a few more of those until I could do a run. I'm really proud to say that I'm up to running a consecutive 12 miles and I'm doing all my strength training and all the stuff I need to do uh, to recover. My goal for 2020 is to finish it out stronger than what I was pre-COVID. Um, you can check me out on Instagram at VibeRunner. And thank you so much for letting me share my story. So between when Roman submitted that story and we released this episode, uh, there was actually an update that Roman wanted to share. So here is that update. Hi, this is Roman and I'm back with a progress update on my COVID-19 recovery. Since I last spoke, I had built up to 12 consecutive miles of running. Since then, I was able to build up to 20 consecutive miles. As a result, I decided that I would give the 2020 Virtual Boston Marathon a shot. I ran Virtual Boston on Sunday, September 6th, fully unsupported, and I finished in a time of 3 hours, 29 minutes, and 50 seconds. While it's not the time I had been shooting for back in April, it is a major milestone in my recovery process. So I'm super pumped with the results, and I learned a lot about myself in the process and how to harness mental strength to overcome obstacles. So the next steps are to keep on building, uh, get stronger and stronger, and finish out 2020 uh, in a better position than what I was before I contracted COVID. So looking forward to giving some more updates down the line, and thank you for letting me share my story. Hi, everybody. For me, something that was really exciting that happened during COVID was that my husband and I got married. COVID struck right around two months before our wedding date, and needless to say, our entire plan of what we had envisioned completely changed. In spite of all the changes with COVID, we still wanted to get married this year if it was allowed. We live in Ohio, and our governor did a really good job early on with putting strict regulations in place to contain the virus. Our first concern, of course, was people's safety, so we made the decision pretty early on to push our reception back to next year. Our plan was to still have a small ceremony at our church this year. Even though separating the wedding out into two parts made some things a lot more simple, it also had complications of its own. The state of Ohio leaves ceremony numbers up to the priest, and ours had allowed us to have 15 people, and we of course would wear masks the entire time. We found ourselves trying to decide between whether or not to have a groomsman or a brother-in-law present at the ceremony, which I never thought I would have to do, and that was really hard. At one point, I was going to sacrifice my photographer so that my husband could have his best friend present, but luckily we figured out a way to make it all work. There were also quarantine restrictions in place for those coming into and out of the state. These were lifted before our wedding, but we were questioning the plausibility of my husband's family coming from Virginia and possibly having to quarantine two weeks before and two weeks after the ceremony. My bridesmaids were really limited in getting any alterations to their dresses because everything was closed due to COVID. In the end, this is not a huge deal, but just one more complication we had to figure out. We couldn't have the normal choir or music at the ceremony because singing is one of the most dangerous activities for COVID. I grew up with my whole family singing in the church choir, so I was that girl who had specific Rachmaninoff arrangements picked out for my wedding day. <laughs> and I had to let that go. 
We went back and forth on pushing the ceremony back a few months, but with how uncertain things had been with the virus and orders changing week to week, we saw a window of opportunity where we were allowed to have the ceremony and we thought we should jump on it. And luckily we were able to at least live stream it for family and friends. There were so many complications that we couldn't have predicted and facing all of these was stressful, but it really forced me to let go and examine really what mattered to me in that moment. All of these little details that seemed important beforehand, the music arrangements, the programs, the number of people, what really mattered to me in the end was that we could have an actual wedding ceremony and make that commitment to each other. Things changed, his sister's dr dress ripped, all of our ceremony photos have us wearing masks even, but I realized that's okay. We got married during a pandemic, and things aren't normal right now, and they probably won't be for a long time. My husband's plan to run the Berlin Marathon got canceled, and our honeymoon to Hawaii got canceled too. But at least one thing is clear. My husband and I are here for each other through all of this uncertainty, and our family was here for us through this entire thing as well, and I'm really grateful for that. In spite of all the setbacks through COVID-19, we still got married, he still finished residency, and we still got to go on a mini trip to the Upper Peninsula. We both are ready to face whatever other challenges come our way in 2020. It has been a crazy year so far. I wish everyone else the best of luck with their races, events, and personal goals this year. Stay safe and be well. Hi everyone, John Noble Barrick here. My biggest accomplishment that I actually just did uh, today um, was the Pan Mass Challenge and actually a triathlon that I did on Sunday. So I was originally supposed to do the Wellesley to Bourne leg of the Pan Mass Challenge. Normally the Pan Mass is a two-day event and that was going to be a one-day thing that I was doing. Um, but when the Pan Mass Challenge got reimagined, I figured, hey, I have the means, I have the motivation, um, the Pan Mass is all to raise money for cancer research, and my dad recently passed away from sarcoma cancer. And instead of just doing the normal 89 miles, I did all of that with my team on Tuesday. Today is Thursday. And then earlier today, I got up at 5 a.m. and completed my first ever century and came in at just over 101.5 miles. And... So far, I've raised over $4,000 for uh, cancer research. Uh, about a thousand of it actually came out of uh, a concert, a fundraising concert that I self-produced a couple weeks ago. And that's still available on my Instagram at jmbarrick, B-A-R-R-A-C-K. And my donation page is actually linked in my bio there as well. If you are financially able, please do donate. I would very much appreciate that. And yeah, it's that thing of when COVID came up and I was sick and tired of the grief uh, that I've been living with for the past six months since my dad died. I'm looking at a photo of him right now. I figured, you know what? I don't care how high the wall is. I'm going to jump over it. And that's what I did. My name is Carrie Hoffman, also known as So Very Carrie from Brooklyn, New York. My biggest adventure of COVID has been navigating the loss of my father, Philip Hoffman, who died on March 31st from coronavirus. 
My exercise routine prior to COVID was to hit a class pass class, join the November project for a Wednesday workout, do my Peloton at home, gather with friends for a fun outdoor fitness experience on the West Side Highway, or join my mom at her gym when I'm home in Westchester. With everything shut down, I had to do everything at home. I was grateful to have my bike. I was grateful to have access to great on-demand classes on ClassPass and grateful to have the tools I needed to still exercise even though we were shut in. When I lost my father, I barely slept that night and the night after, and the thought of working out seemed like it would expend too much energy. On the third day though, I got on that bike, I put on a fun class and tried to get lost in the music and lost in moving my body. It's hard now, every day feels different. Every exercise feels a little bit harder. I know sometimes I can't move as fast as I would like to move. I know when I'm working out outside, the humidity can be a bit much, but exercise has become an outlet for me to express my emotions, to be sad and to cry and to get lost in thought and allow myself to go there. Exercise has been a great way to also feel like me. And so my biggest adventure of COVID has been trying to figure out this new world that we live in and being grateful that exercise is still part of that world is still a great way for me to get up and feel like so very carry and a way that I can each day remember that I'm still alive, I'm still here, I'm still strong in more ways than one. Another quick update for Carrie is she actually got married last week, a week ago today. Uh, so congratulations, Carrie. This is Holly Panetta from Denver, Colorado. My biggest accomplishment so far during COVID has been to complete the virtual Coast to Coast Cycling Challenge. The Coast to Coast Cycling Challenge is a race from Wilmington, North Carolina to Barstow, California. It's 2,500 miles. The virtual challenge allowed participants to complete miles anytime between Memorial Day through Labor Day. I completed 2,500 miles, mostly on my Peloton bike, after 65 days. I completed the challenge on July 28th and did so by riding my bike for mostly two to four hours, sometimes a little bit more, every day. This was a huge accomplishment for me. I'm not historically a cyclist, but this um, challenge has encouraged me to get outside more on my bike. And hopefully next year, maybe I can ride part of the Coast to Coast Challenge on the road. Hi, everyone. My name is Alan Shearer. I'm from Westminster, Massachusetts, which is an hour west of Boston. The thing that I'm going to do, the thing that COVID has uh, done for me is allowed me to get back into running just for the mental health, just for the uh, getting out of the house, putting myself in a position to feel better about myself through all the craziness we're going through right now. Uh, because of Athletic Brewing, I was able to get in touch with Vert Running. They um, do ultra running training. I had actually gone into a sweepstakes that they put together. 
and uh, I won. So I got a free month of training. And so I decided to run a 50K or train for a 50K. And on August 15th, I will actually run a 60K. So I'll do 37.3 miles to celebrate two years sober August 18th, my 47th birthday August 9th, three years of being married to my lovely wife on August 21st. So August is like this huge month for me. And being able to be an athletic brewing ambassador has been a great gift as well. The brew that they've created has allowed me to enjoy something after a run without compromising my sobriety. Finding a community of like-minded people who are pushing themselves through this virus, through this pandemic, and we can share what we're doing together. So I'm really happy to be here. I'm really happy to be part of something that helps me stay sober, that helps me stay fit, and helps me stay strong. My biggest adventure and achievement of COVID is the Sugar Badger Ultra I did back in May. I ran the virtual 50-miler as a fundraiser for Team with a Vision, which is an organization that raises funds and awareness for the Massachusetts Association for the Blind. Uh, Life during COVID is incredibly challenging for the visually impaired, and they need even more support now than they do usually just to do their daily tasks. Having run four Boston marathons as a guide, I felt like this was a great way for me to give back through running. It was an incredibly challenging experience. I've never done 50 milers before, but it was so rewarding and just a ton of fun. Hey, Mason. Hey, everybody. This is Phoebe. I'm calling from Vermont, and um, I'm super excited to talk about um, this achievement uh, that I experienced in the last few months. Um, I used to run all the time. That was my thing for years. And in the last probably five or six years, I haven't been able to do much because of just some knee issues and um, that seem to not really go away. So I, I, you know, the most I've done in probably the last four or five years is three miles. Um, I used to run marathons and, you know, do long triathlons. But um, so during the shutdown in Vermont, I happened to see a post from Athletic, actually, coincidentally, or not so much, uh, about a race that they were sponsoring called the Front Door 40. It was a a virtual race, and you could register for a 5K, 10K, or a 40K. And um, I hadn't run a 10K in years, and so I just thought, you know, I had been running a little bit since I couldn't go to the gym. Um, And so I figured out, you know, I'll just go for it, see how it goes, and – the little running I had been doing had been feeling okay. And so I went out and I did this 10K and I, you know, it was such a great feeling to be out there again and running the miles that I used to run. And since then I've run, you know, lots of 10Ks and ran eight miles with no problem. And I, I just feel like I'm back to my old self, which is so awesome. Since then I I started doing this streaking sort of program, you know, run at least a mile every day. And so this has been so huge for me. And I, I, again, I just feel like my old self again. And I'm so excited. And I really do have Athletic to thank because, you know, I did happen to follow you guys on Instagram. But just, you know, the the Athletic beer has been such a huge help. I can run and run and run and not feel 
the fog from drinking the night before or, you know, I can crack open a cold athletic after a run, if, even if it's, you know, 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning because, um, you know, I can do that because it's athletic. So anyway, thanks so much for listening, and um, I love, love, love your beer. I tell everybody about it. And anyway, so have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you later. Hey, Without Compromise listeners, my name's Hunter Ralston, and I'm from Hebron, Connecticut, and I wanted to share a little insight in how my 2020 plans have changed. So going back to 2019, I was planning out my triathlon race schedule for 2020, and I was really looking forward to a fun year of racing with a lot of good friends and teammates. So I had Connecticut 70.3 planned in May, and I had a bunch of full-send triathlon teammates coming down, and it was going to be a fun girls' weekend Then in July, I was going to be off to Muscle Man with some good family friends to do our yearly racecation. And then it was off to Age Group Nationals um, to race there with a bunch of my full sun triathlon teammates and meet some of my teammates from around the country. Obviously, all that changed. So coronavirus hits and where do we go from here? So my brother and I started talking and I had wanted to do my first century bike ride. So we were planning on when that was going to be and we were trying to work with it within our race schedules. He's a professional coming off a year of injuries, so his schedule was a little more vigorous than mine. So we went on our first century in Connecticut on April 19th, and we started talking, and we came up with our 2020 new goals. So what we decided to do was we're going to ride a century in every New England state, and it just developed more and more from there on that one ride. So April 19th was our first Connecticut century, Then we did a second Connecticut Century on May 3rd. We did both of those, rode from our house in the middle of the state down to the shore. Then May 17th was a big epic ride. We did a couple big passes up in Massachusetts, and then we ended up Mount Greylock. Some beautiful views up there. Ended up doing 110 miles and 10,000 feet of climbing, so that was a huge ride for me. I'm still pretty pumped about that one. Then July 12th, we did Rhode Island. We rode up inland and then over to the shore and down. Very pretty, very quiet roads. So coming up, um, New Hampshire, we're going to incorporate the Kangamangas Highway into our century. Crank the Kank is a really big thing up here, so I'm excited to do that. Maine, we're thinking about doing a loop around Acadia. And then Labor Day weekend, we have a three-day trip planned in Vermont. And we're going to stop at some awesome beer places up there and get in trouble on some gravel and camping and see what we can get into. I think there's a couple big climbs out there too, from what I've been told. So that's what I've been doing now in 2020. Um, When we're not riding centuries, you know, we're, we're finding other fun gravel adventures to do. We found the Jam Fun ride up in Northampton, but loving these bike adventures. And I hope you guys are getting out there and doing something fun too. As you can hear, we have some pretty inspiring folks in our ambassador community. If you'd like to learn more about that community, maybe even join yourself, go to athleticbrewing.com. You can also find out more about our award-winning non-alcoholic craft beer there as well. And lastly, I hope this episode has inspired you just to set some audacious goal for the remainder of the year or for 2021 and go after it, no matter what the world's telling you. And as always, keep living without compromise.